This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am delighted to be with you. I hope that you are doing well and that all is beautiful in your world. So much has been happening here. I am so enjoying my very first cohort of the Marriage Upgrade. We will be having our virtual date night this coming Saturday. So I cannot wait to have fun with them and deliver a powerful time. We are going to play the newlywed game. How fun is that? My husband and I were actually on the newlywed game. If you didn't know that, we were when we first got married and we came in last place which was devastating and surprising to us both. <laughs> um, but it's such a fun game and it just one brings back great memories for me. But also as I think about what I'm creating in this container of the marriage upgrade, it really is combining fun and transformation because working on your marriage doesn't have to feel like the worst thing in the world. And I think that so many people approach it from a problem-focused standpoint. What is the problem we are trying to solve? What are the issues that are getting in the way? And I really much prefer a balanced approach where it's, let's look at what's amazing. Let's look at where we can add more of what we want and then look at what is not working. So if that sounds like an approach that would be valuable for you as you also gain tools and learn new ways of communicating and interacting with each other, diving deeper into the specific patterns that are keeping you stuck, then the marriage upgrade is probably an amazing fit for you. Cohort two will officially kick off in the spring of 2023. We have our in-person retreat on March 31st and April 1st and a virtual retreat for those of you who can't make it in person, uh, April 14th and 15th. But before then, What's so amazing about having this program off the ground is literally the moment you sign up, you access your participant portal. So in there, you will find so many resources, so many new tools, so many um, just valuable videos and trainings that are going to help you right away, right? We are nearing the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. 
And I know for many of you, this is a time where you're making a lot of decisions as a family and it can be quite contentious. So if you are looking for a boost to how you operate as a team, how you make decisions together, how you communicate, then for sure you want to sign up for the marriage upgrade right away. Like literally go to my website, drshavon.com, get yourself signed up and literally in that same minute, you will be opened up to just an incredible set of resources that I have hand-selected, handcrafted to support you. In addition, if you decide that you want to make your investment by paying in full, you get four private coaching sessions with me that you can schedule whenever you're ready. That could be the same day you sign up. It could be a week later. It is for you to choose. And so I've been thinking so much about how to help you, how to get you into the work of improving your marriage as fast as possible so that you can start experiencing the marriage that you want as fast as possible. So again, if that sounds like exactly what you need, definitely sign up. I would be delighted to officially be your coach. When you sign up before November 19th, you also get your very own virtual date night. So that is a special bonus and you get to connect with all of the other couples that are going to be in your cohort. We have another activity that we're playing at that particular uh, virtual date night. It is a different agenda than the one um, I'm doing this coming weekend. So drshavon.com, you'll find all of the details. You can get yourself signed up and get some help in your hands for your marriage. So today I wanted to talk with you about a concept that I teach and I think you're going to love it, especially if you are a parent or a dog owner or a cat owner or have responsibility for taking care of something that is pretty much 100% dependent on you. So I want you to imagine that your marriage is a baby or a puppy or a kitten or a goldfish, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. And I want you to think about, you know, God has like placed this entity that's totally dependent on you in your hands. It is precious. It is sacred. It is looking to you to take care of it. Like you and your spouse are the only people, are the perfect people to make sure this little baby marriage grows up, thrives, and becomes everything that it was created to be. And so I want you to think about what would be different if that's how you always thought about your marriage, that it's a living, breathing entity 
that's dependent on you and your spouse taking good care of it. When I thought about that and also being a mother with young children, my kids are six and eight, and so they are very still much dependent on me for their basic livelihood, right? And so as I thought about the parallels between being a parent and having a marriage, they are numerous. And I wanted to share with you five things that your marriage needs to thrive, similarly to the things that your children need to thrive or your pets need to thrive, okay? So when we think about what we need as human beings, right? We need nourishment. We need food (laughs) to fuel us. And so when you think about nourishment and your marriage, I want you to just ask yourself, how am I feeding my marriage? On a scale of one to 10, where one is, I'm starving it, it has no nourishment, to 10, where you may be overfeeding it, where do you land, right? And this idea of nourishing and feeding your marriage, I want you to think about if you're trying to take care of it so that it thrives, what are you feeding it? Are you feeding it crap that's going to clog it up? Right? Are you watching all the things on TV and listening to all the things and watching all the videos that make you feel yucky about your marriage? Are you comparing, you know, your marriage to other people's marriage? Or are you thinking about what are the inputs? What are the ways that I can feed this marriage so that it's growing in a healthy way? What are you learning and taking in for yourself to nourish your marriage? What skills are you building? What ways are you giving your marriage what it needs to grow? Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already doing that, right? So put that in the bucket If you read my emails, you're already doing that. If you're consuming my content, you're already doing that. If you're applying the things that we are discussing here on the podcast, you're already doing that. And so you want to also just look at, okay, I'm here, I'm present, I'm taking this positive food, nourishing manna (laughs) in for my marriage. Are there other ways that I'm leaking out what I'm putting in, right? So you may be bringing a lot of things to your marriage, but are you also sucking some of the nourishment out by not applying it or by fueling and feeding your own brain with other things that just aren't marriage positive? So it's just something to think about, right? So your marriage needs nourishment from both of you. Right, which is why I love doing couples work. There is a role for both of you to play. Right. The other thing 
that your marriage needs, in addition to nourishment, is cleaning, right? You give your children baths or showers. You give your pets showers, right? Or take them to the doggy daycare to get cleaned up, right? So you want to be thinking about, am I cleaning the gunk that builds up in my marriage? Just really think about that. Like, what are the things that are building up and clogging your connection? What are the things that make your marriage feel messy and cluttery? Is cluttery even a word? (laughs) Filled with clutter, right? Are you conscious to set aside time to get rid of some of that stuff, to clear your resentment? to, you know, clarify any misunderstandings, to deal with the things that disappointed you or frustrated you throughout the week. Because your marriage needs some cleaning. It needs some fall cleaning or monthly cleaning or even weekly cleaning. One of the tools that I give my clients that I'll offer to you here is just having a weekly check-in of, hey, how are we doing? What needs to be cleaned up? What's working well and what needs to be cleaned up? What didn't go so well this week? Where did we get stuck? Where did we accumulate a messy pile that we want to address? Such great questions to be asking yourself so that your marriage is clean and fresh (laughs) and pleasantly smelling, right? You don't want a crappy marriage, so you've got to clean it up. That starts with things that you can do yourself in your own thinking and in the things you are accumulating in your mind and in your heart towards your spouse. and Clean it up, right? There's so many tools and so many strategies I teach my clients for how to do this, right? For how to just be aware of like, this is all the junk I'm piling up and I'm ready to clean it out. Right? I'm going to really be conscious of what I'm thinking about my spouse and I'm going to catch myself when I'm in a negative thought. I'm going to catch myself when I have a biased perspective that doesn't set us up to win as a couple. That's what it looks like to be cleaning up your marriage. Your marriage also needs guidance. Just like a child, just like that puppy or kitten, it needs guidance. It needs a pathway to follow. It needs to be moved in the right direction. Otherwise, it's just going to veer off and make a disaster of everything. I want you to think about if you left an 18-month-old in a house by themselves without any guidance, without any gates, (laughs) without any plugs for the outlets, without any stoppers for the cabinets. If you left that 18-month-old alone for just 18 hours, what would happen? Aside from Child Protective Services being called on you, but there's no Marriage Protective Services. (laughs) I wish there was, right? But Just thinking about that, like, what is my marriage doing when I'm not giving it guidance, when I'm leaving it alone 
to be left to its own devices? What mess is being created? What danger is it being exposed to? What harm might it be encountering? Right? When I think about leaving an 18-month-old alone, I think about the poor child falling down the stairs. That's awful. What are the ways your marriage might be falling down the stairs without your intentional effort to guard it and to guide it and to steer it and to direct it in the way that it should go? Right? Here's what is so common is usually in a partnership, there is someone who notices, hey, things are falling off course. And they may bring that to their partner. And when their partner agrees and is willing to redirect with them, that's a beautiful thing. That is the result that we are creating inside the marriage upgrade. My clients are learning how to actually do that instead of what may be happening for you and what happens for so many couples they bring something to their spouse and then their spouse is defensive or their spouse is dismissive. But I want you to think about if you're having a conversation and you're like, hey, the baby's crying and the baby is hungry. The baby hasn't eaten in seven hours, right? Both of you would be running to feed the baby like, oh my gosh, the baby is hungry. We have to do something. This is not okay, right? That's the kind of response you want when it comes to your marriage, just the same. But I think one of the blocks is when it feels one-sided, when it's like, I'm not happy, I'm not connected with you, I'm not feeling like we're on the same page, right? Versus, hey, our marriage is needing some attention from us. Our marriage is wanting our presence. Do you see the difference there? A lot of times when we're bringing things to our spouse, it's it has this tinge of selfishness. It's like, I'm upset with you. You're doing something wrong that's making me upset. Rather than, hey, we're here together to take care of this relationship and it probably needs more from us. What can we do? I guarantee you that if that's the energy that you are approaching your spouse with, they're going to be more receptive, right? So think about it that way. We are here to guide this marriage and this marriage needs this from us. How can we give it what it needs? The fourth thing is your marriage needs growth goals something to aspire to, right? I think about our kids, especially when they were young and we'd be taking them to the pediatrician all the time. Like we'd be looking at these milestones. Are they sitting up? Are they crawling? Are they walking? Are they saying one word phrases? Have their teeth come in, right? We're always looking for, is this child meeting its growth milestones? What if we took the same approach when it came to marriage? 
what are the things your marriage should be aspiring to? And it's going to be different for everyone. One of the things that I'm so conscious of is there's no cookie cutter right way to have a marriage, right? There's only the marriage that works for you and your spouse. Like you are running your own marriage race to your goals that are important to you. And so there's no need to aspire to some growth goal that's set by someone else, right? And when we work together, when you're in the marriage upgrade, you learn how to set your own goals that really suit you and your lifestyle and your experiences in your unique circumstances. So remember, even as a child, we had that question of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I did not know to say a life coach, a marriage coach. But for sure, if I had known that this was an actual career, I would have said that even as a child, right? But I want you to layer that question and ask it of your marriage. What does your marriage want to be when it grows up? What would you say? What's the vision when your marriage is 25 years old, 35 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old? What has it accomplished? What has it achieved? How has it grown? Such a fun thing to be thinking about. And then the last thing that your marriage needs, just like any human being or pet that we love, your marriage needs love and encouragement. I am a words of affirmation person. It's just how I'm wired. And I reflect on how much praise and encouragement I give my children. Literally, right? Because they're also at the age where like when they color a picture, that's exciting for them, right? So the things that they're bringing to me to observe and be present and praise, right, are eight and six-year-old things. But I treat it like it's a million dollars, right? You raised your hand in class and you asked a question when you were nervous. <gasps> that is amazing, right? I want you to think about the conversations that you and your spouse are able to have or even the, the things that they bring to you or that you bring to them. Like what if you just loved and praised everything that your marriage is aiming for and accomplishing, right? Like what if it was just amazing? What if you focused on what is going well and building the strengths from there? These are the things that really, really matter to your marriage thriving, nourishment, cleaning, guidance, growth goals, love, and encouragement. If you would like my help doing that, I invite you to join me inside the Marriage Upgrade. It is the best environment for you to take care of your marriage because that's what we're doing. Thank you much for listening. 
I'll be back with you next time. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.